boys match week one is upon us. We've got a slate of 10 Premier League games. How are we feeling about it? Football's Woo! back, baby. Yo, I am excited. I am excited. Let's, let's go. Let's break it down. This is going to be the Red Card Radio preview. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whenever you're listening from. Thanks for tuning in. This is the Red Card Radio Preview Show, where we're going to break down the 10 Premier League matches for you coming up in Match Week 1. As always, I am James. I support Arsenal. That is Brad. He supports Chelsea. And down below, he is Sean. Sports Tottenham. Boys, kicking off the Premier League season. We're just going to get right into it. Right into it on Friday, August the 5th. 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Crystal Palace are hosting Arsenal at Selhurst Park. Uh, I'm excited about this. I'm actually in Charlotte, uh, not Charlotte. I'm in Charleston right now. uh, And there's a supporters club. I might might be going down to the Edmonds Oast Brewery uh, to meet up with the... uh, I know I said it, Brad, because you're a big fan of Edmonds Oast. Yeah, I love me some Edmonds Oast. Let's go. That's where the Arsenal supporters group down here meets. So you might uh, might find me down there Friday afternoon uh, with the the CFO. Uh, The CFO and I might run down there for the match. But okay, so Friday, we got Crystal Palace Arsenal. Saturday, kicking off, we've got Fulham hosting Liverpool. Newly promoted Fulham hosting Liverpool back in the Premier League. Then we got Bournemouth hosting Villa. Leeds hosting Wolves. Newcastle hosting Nottingham Forest. Joel, that's a big game. Newly promoted team. We'll see what's up. Uh, then we got Spurs hosting Southampton. Don't pull an Arsenal, Joel. Oh, yeah, don't pull an Arsenal. That's not good. Um, Everton hosting <laughs> Chelsea. So Chelsea may go up to the Mersey side to see Everton. Uh, we got Leicester City hosting Brentford, Manchester United hosting Brighton, and West Ham rounding out the weekend hosting Manchester City, hosting the champions. So that's the slate of games going on this week. Um, what what's what's everyone you know really looking forward to in this in this slate of games? What's everyone feeling? You know what? What uh, I'm, I want to see. Um, we're opening Chelsea's opening up against uh, Skinny Frank. Um, I wonder if the pensioner side of Chelsea's going to come out here and, and give some free points to Frank. I don't think so. There's always that chance. There's always that chance there. Um, so we'll see. James, that sounds like uh, that seems like Brad's scared. I, he, he might be. I'm always scared of the bottom half teams because like we just don't turn up sometimes. I mean, I will say but, this, but we're not going. I don't think first, we're going to play first game of the year too. I will say this about Everton and Chelsea. Neither one of y'all have looked particularly good in preseason. Um, so I, this might be a clown fiesta in that match. See? We'll see. I got. I mean, I but, got Chelsea uh, winning two zero. If, if you ask me for a prediction, Chelsea's winning two zero. For the, for the Spurs game, did all three of us have Southampton getting relegated? No. I did. Oh. Just, I think just you and I, I, I did. I, th- I think I, I did. I, did I don't think well. I did. No, Brad did uh, not. I don't think Brad well, did. Well, we'll check the sheets in a minute when I pull it up. Or Hold he's, on. Sean's, Sean's just going to do it right now. <laughs> Hold on. I had oh, I, I Fulham and Everton. I had Everton being relegated. Oh, oh only James did. Oh, only I me. I, th- I thought I had I thought I had Southampton relegated. Well, I think that uh, it was I th- Everton. <laughs> I think that Southampton uh, are going to get. So yeah. you guys beat Manchester City on the opening weekend last year. I think you're going to beat. Yes, we did. I think you're going to beat Southampton this year. 
I think what I'm most looking forward to, you said the game I'm yeah. most looking forward to would obviously be my own, but it, it's not for the game. It's yeah. to see who what the starting 11 is. <laughs> That's what I'm most interested in. Yeah. Interested in. Like, does Lingale start? Does Basoma start? Does Paris start on the left? Like, uh, like things like that. Does Rich Allison uh, start? I, I would imagine not him. Yeah, but, like, the other ones are, are, are fair questions. Like, does Bentaker start? Does Basoma start? Does Hoybig start? Uh, Lingale or Davies, like the like the star of last year, Davies, like he had a resurgence yeah. at, at left center back. Like, do you do you just say, hey, thanks for your service, and pat him on the back, and bring in the new left center left center back? <laughs> like what? Like you know what I mean? Like I'm most interested in what Conte the starting eleven is going to be. Conte, would yeah, do Conte that. would absolutely do that. Thanks for your service. Yeah, yeah. go back to the bench. Yeah, he would absolutely do That's what I'm most interested in, is to see the starting 11. So, I mean, I'm, of course, really excited about this Crystal Palace-Arsenal match. Um, I think uh, I, I don't think what's going to happen last year is going to happen this year with Arsenal losing the first match of the season on Friday. I don't I don't see that happening. Um, but Crystal Palace is, a good, so is, is a good team. We talked about this uh, all of last year. And you're at Selhurst. Like, yeah. A, w- yeah. a win would be a great result for you. It's a great way like, to start. Joel threw some smoke, by the way. In the grand grand scheme of the season, winning at Selhurst is a good result, honestly. Yeah, Joel Joel threw some smoke here. He thinks Crystal Palace is getting a 1-0 win. I'm here for this. I'm here for the smoke. I think that there's almost no chance Crystal Palace win 1-0. Didn't you say that last year, that Brentford wasn't going to beat Arsenal? I mean, did I say that before I knew that like five or six Arsenal players had COVID? Like, I mean, clearly... Even if, after that, you said, oh, no, yeah, we'll still win. I mean, to be fair, we still... They're going to have, Brad. They had one in January, one in August. Every <laughs> time they had a bad game, there was a COVID outbreak, huh? Was it, was there one right before the, the, the Tottenham game that, you know, got them Europa League? Yeah, that was the that was the one in January, huh? And then they pushed it to May. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We thrashed them in May, too. Okay, that was... Thrash gonna... you in February with thrash you in May. Doesn't oh matter. man, man, you're making don't, you're hey, making to remember but, that match and how bad you, the officiating you, was. Hey, you guys, you pick, you pick the date. You pick the date. We'll beat you on the on that time. October first. Hey, let's go. Just don't just don't let's bring go. uh just just don't let Tottenham play Chelsea in, in January because we, we smoked their asses. But you guys get one goal in three games. One goal. You got one goal in three games. You didn't get three goals. Who scored them? Oh, I was saying three games. I remember. Yeah, three games, nine one. Let's go. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> this is um, what. So other getting than that, sideways. I, I think yeah, always. Uh, that's always. The, that's if you're new to the red card radio, the nature of red card radio is to get sideways. Yeah. So so Joel did hit us with some some predictions in the in the in the comments. He uh he had Crystal Palace beating Arsenal one nil. Uh, he had what is it, Newcastle beating Forest three to one. He had Spurs winning two nil, and he had. Everton losing 3-0 to Chelsea. So Chelsea beating Everton 3-0. Those were Joel's predictions. He only gave us four. Where are the other six, Joel? What's going Goodison? on, man? Come on, man. At Goodison? Ain't no way. You don't... Well, okay, what do you think is going to happen? With the, legend Jor- with the legend Jordan Pickford back there? Oh, God. <laughs> His boy is on the left wing this side, so Sterling's going to finish those chances. Do, do you guys think that Jordan Fick- Pickford feels like he's playing for his England job? He has to. I, I, he has to right now. 
He has to feel it. Like that has to be his only motivation the Cup, right now. The, the, the World Cup's coming up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that, in well, three that's months. Like, but that's but I guess my my question is that Gareth Southgate has been um, very loyal to Jordan Pickford. Uh, Jordan Pickford in an England kit is just a, he's a different player uh, than when he's in, got an Everton kit on. So do you feel like he has to have a good first three months to cement himself as the England number one for the World Cup, or do you think that that's already a thing? With no, Dean I, Henderson absolutely. playing, I think he's going. The Dean Henderson getting regular minutes. If Dean Henderson looks good, then like, yeah. So like, and he's going to. Gonna so, have to he's take going a look. to. What happens if Dean Henderson looks good? Nick Pope looks good. Aaron Ramsdale all look good, and and Jordan Pickford looks poor. Like, d- 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 could one of those three goalkeepers, you know, absolutely. take over that number Probably one kid for the World Cup? Probably I, not. What? I, absolutely, they could. Could they? Should they? Yes. Will Southgate do it? No. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel too. I kind of feel like like that that Pickford. So if Pickford plays poorly, like not not necessarily like terribly. If Pickford is an idiot or something like that and can't save a ball or something, you know, that's a different story. But if he plays average and the other three play above average, I still think Pickford's getting picked, and I still think he gets the first game in between goals goal of the World Cup, and that if he has a really poor first game. Then it, then something comes around where you could look at one of those other three, if you know, as the option if they were picked. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with you. I think I, will, that, I think that he should be playing for his for his shirt for England to to see if he's going to get it. But like I don't he think needs to have that mentality. But I don't certainly. think I don't think his shirt is up for grabs. I will um, I will give credit to this on uh, on Twitter uh, at Premier League panel. Uh, great analysis uh of gameplay um what what they said i don't know if it's a he or she uh, what they said was england or chelsea has not had a left wing playmaker who is comfortable on the ball to get in and out of defenders since uh covid pulisic is what they said covid pulisic yeah covid pulisic, pulisic. Uh, who is COVID com- music was a different animal. I yeah. 100% agree. Who, who is need- comfortable in defenders and, and maneuvering the ball. Sent, and then Raheem Sterling is the next one. Since then, since that ni- 1920 Pulisic to now, they have not had that that fear on the left of I might I might just I might just run past you. And and no no defender has had to fear that. Since then, they just play back and just go ahead and shoot it. I I think Raheem or, or, or they press. I think Sterling's going to get a lot of goals for Chelsea this year. I I I almost picked him to be my golden boot uh, because I think he's going to score oh, a lot really? of goals. I almost picked him for a golden boot because I think he's going to score a lot of goals for Chelsea. He scores goals like he averages twenty five goals a season at is- City. At City, he still averages t- like twenty two goals a season. I think is what his average was at. City across all rotate comps. all the time across, across all, all he's, comps. He's Chicharito that can dribble. Wow, wow, that's he's a goal a poacher that can dribble. No. Joel, a lot of slander, but that's fine. Joel, get your man in the comments. Um, yeah, I, I want to look. I want. I want to change gears a little bit. I want to look at the United yeah. Brighton game. So Brighton had, I think, I, you guys might climb. I think they overachieved last year. Um, for obvious reasons, really? for obvious and they reasons, lost Basoma, and they lost Basoma. They, they and they're might, about to lose Cucurella. They might lose Cucurella. Um, they're not going to lose Cucurella. 
They might. They might. We'll see. They're, they're not going to. Um, Chelsea will pay the price. We'll see. No, they won't. But but they're they're away to away at Old Trafford against Eric Ten Hag and the new Manchester United. Do we see this as a statement game for Manchester United? Is it a like put a stake in the ground moment for them to say, you know, this is our new identity, blah, blah, blah. You know, this is what you can expect to get out of us. Or is it, um, you know, Ten Hag going to get a new manager bounce here for a couple games, for a couple weeks, and then things are going to go off the rails a little bit for them. Because there's a lot of uncertainty with this Manchester United squad with with the Ronaldo situation. Um, Another hey, center back bar. Harry Maguire. All this, like... So how how do we see, how do we see Manchester United coming out this this weekend? I think from what you described, it can be both. You said, uh, "Is this a stake in the ground or a new manager bounce?" It could be both. True. Yeah, certainly. But what but but what I think it's going to be is stinker. A, a what? I said a stinker. A stinker. Yeah, I think it's going to be a stinker. I I just don't think that locker room's ready for Ten Hag. Do you guys think that? You guys both think Brighton go to go to Manchester and get a victory? No, okay. no, it's going to be like a one-one-two-one, zero-zero. Yeah, zero-zero, or it's going to be a draw. Okay. Unless, I unless Ronaldo is starting a striker and he scores one of his wonder goals that he normally does, that's that's going to be Ten Hag saving grace. But if Ronaldo's not up to Ronaldo standards, then this is a nil-nil draw, and not because. Ronaldo- don't not get it twisted. Of, Ronaldo uh, will always be up to Ronaldo standards. Yeah. Not because of True. United. I don't think Brighton can still score goals. They haven't gotten a goal scorer. And, and, and not having their sweeper, their Basoma, is going to hurt. Let's be honest. Unless they just somehow found some diamond they have in the a really good midfield. McAllister, they have a, a few good. They, they do. Uh, they do. They do. But like midfield, sentiment. Losing one of the best center defensive mids in the Premier League. Let's be honest. Like I'm not. I'm just bragging because he's on Tottenham. But like, he was one of the best center defensive mids last year in the entire Premier League. Like losing that is a big loss to Brighton. Yeah, it's, that's, that's why I want to. I, it's I, like I, this. This could be an interesting game both ways. Um, whether or not it's we like see Lester losing Conte. Yeah, that like was. Yeah, it, it it changed it changed how they played. For a couple of years until they figured it out. For sure. Sure. Um, I'm interested in that Fulham Liverpool game. Okay. Tell me. I yeah. want to see I want to see what Fulham will do if they're gonna do Mitrovic. the normal the normal yeah, Mitrovic came in off a crazy season, all those goals in the championship. If he can carry that form into the Premier League this time. He hasn't in the past, but we'll we'll see this time. Um and Liverpool yeah. Nunez getting out there, their new they striker. Their right back is a Sessignon brother. Yeah. Is he really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The left back was Ryan, and we bought him. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then the, the the other the the that was a left back. Then we bought, or then there's a right back that's also a Sessignon brother. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they uh, <laughs> they loaned Ryan there, Fulham. Oh, so it's not Ryan. No, Ryan. No, he was a full. Tottenham loaned him to Fulham. It wasn't like you didn't buy him from there. He was loaned there. Or maybe loaned back. I don't know. I know he was on loan from Tottenham we to Fulham Ryan. two years ago. We bought our Sessignon from Fulham. I don't know which Sessignon it is. We're getting off the rails. Anyways. <laughs> this, this, but I want to see that. I want to see Nunez. I want, you know. Um, 
see who that center mid is in for Liverpool. I think I think it'll be interesting. Liverpool will probably smack them, but I want to see how Fulham can do. See Leno in goal getting absolutely blitzed. Well, the the thing is, Leno probably won't be in goal this weekend. He the the, the transfer is, is lingered for so long that he won't be ready by by Saturday. I'll be shocked if he is. Um, I, this, I mean, it's not like it's not like goalie fit is like it's not like a stamina thing. True. Yeah. So I I think this is gonna be I think this game's gonna be a bloodbath. I think it's gonna be about four or five nil to 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 Liverpool. Liverpool just coming out and monstering it. Yeah, I I, I don't expect to see anything from Fulham that, that resembles resistance against. Um, I, I'm also interested to see that Leicester Brentford game. Okay. Brentford Brentford Ooh. coming off of last year. Uh and then oh Leicester not really adding, but not really losing. Really? That's kinda kinda what like, we talked yeah. about over the summer is like Leicester won by not selling anyone, by not losing anyone. Yeah, they kind yeah. of succeeded. Yeah. Unless by not losing anyone. Yeah. Unless they it accept was, the uh Madison and Fofana bids coming in soon. Yeah. There's a chance they yeah, might lose some people. That's the big that's the big thing of like Do you imagine so, Madison so, to Newcastle? But but this is I, I, the reason why I don't think it's gonna it's gonna happen is because it's so late in the transfer window at this point yeah. that that Lester wouldn't have adequate time to replace him. And yeah. and, and, and the same thing with Fofana with Yuri Tillman like there, it's it's so late in the and transfer Tillemans, window. Yeah, Tillman's yeah. Like, I didn't even think about that. Like yeah. like these players who've been linked away from Lester and and especially Madison and Fofana have been kind of new at this point. Uh, new new links away from the club. I especially well, were... especially selling them to a Premier League team. It seems so late in the transfer window that that they wouldn't have time to replace them. Casper Schmeichel. Uh, it seems like that it's transfer. Nice. He, it sounds that like it's going to be, yeah, but it yeah. sounded like that that they oh, weren't yeah. going to sanction the the transfer until they got a replacement in replacement yeah. lined up. Um. um yeah, but so before Fofana was hurt last year, though, there were rumblings in the Chelsea verse that we were after him. But you told us, okay, but earlier in the earlier this week, you told us that uh, no, no, no. we can't like, we can't judge. Here. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that you've recently told us on on I think it was the news episode this week that we can't judge uh, Chelsea's previous transfer dealings on this new look Chelsea because it's a new setup, new owner, True. new new uh, managing director, things like that. New days, new day. Yeah, so True. we can't we can't True. judge the, the previous Chelsea Twitterverse on the True. new Chelsea Twitter. I'm just saying, Brad, you gotta well, be consistent. Well, I said Twitterverse. I didn't I didn't say club. I said Twitterverse. I need some more consistency uh, out of you, homie. You you called me. You're correct. <laughs> I was um, coming home. If a fauna's coming speaking home. Of, speaking of speaking of coming home, how about them? Uh, how about the English women, huh? Yeah, the lionesses. The lionesses, bringing the trophy home. Huh? Doing hey, something. Joe. Doing something hey. the men can't do. Yeah. F- oh f- wow! F- wow! But he's not wrong because, like Germany, every time Germany gets into the final, this is their eighth final, and this is the only one they've lost. I'm just Ooh. saying. I think I think the uh, the English women need to uh, start fighting for that equal pay, like the American women did at this yeah. point. Yeah, they get on that uh, get on that train. We set the precedent. We can ship them some tea. <laughs> <laughs> ship them some tea. What name? 
Sure, Brad. Uh, oh you get right on. They that. can dump it out, and you know. All right. So, so one thing that Red Card Radio is committing to this season coming up, we are going to break down the. We are going to uh, essentially divide the ten games each weekend between the three of us, and so uh, Sean's going to have a slate of games that he is going to focus on watching. Brad's going to have a slate of games that he's focusing uh-huh. on watching. James has a slate of games that I'm going to be focused on watching on. So Brad, Brad's games this week, of course, that he's going to be watching. He's going to be watching the Everton-Chelsea game. He's going to be watching the Newcastle-Nottingham Forest game. Joel, look out for his comments there. And he's going to be watching the Fulham-Liverpool game. Sean, uh, he's going to, of course, be watching the Spurs-Southampton game. He's also got the Leicester City and Brentford match and the Leeds-Wolves match. Those are the three games that he committed to watching. James Ooh, watching me. those Americans. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Got to find out what uh, Jesse Marsh yeah. and the boys are doing. I, of course, U.S. Men's there. National Team B. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, it's kind of like Wolves in Portugal, um, but Leeds, <laughs> Leeds in the USA. So I'm, of course, going to be watching Crystal Palace Arsenal. I've also got on my slate, I've got United, Manchester United, and Brent and Brighton, and West Ham and Manchester City. I'm, I've got the I've got the Manchester teams and Arsenal this weekend. Um, and and so if you are a uh, a careful listener, you will find out that uh, the one match that we're leaving un not necessarily unwatched, someone might watch it here. Um, maybe we're you, choosing you to watch it. Maybe you could watch that game. Maybe that could be your pick of the week. That's the Bournemouth Aston Villa match. So maybe, maybe loyal listeners, uh, friends of the podcast, um, let me invite you on a uh, a quest, perhaps. Perhaps you could uh, you could watch that Bournemouth Villa game. Leave us hey a line. Guys. Leave us a line in the comments about uh, about your thoughts on the game, and we will talk about it in our review episode next week. What do you think about that? Yeah, this could be a slugfest. It's number one versus number three for you guys. Watch. So we we got you a tasty game on the hold table. On, hold here. on, hold on, no, number one. Yeah, AFC Bournemouth is uh, is is above the the Arsenal. Yeah. Okay. I don't yeah. know where you guys are getting your league tables from, but the Premier League website clearly clearly has arsenal listed first you're clearly wrong but that's okay a a f c bournemouth alphabetically becomes or arsenal ain't nobody ain't nobody referring to a bournemouth as afc bournemouth get out of here go back we do now go back to the championship Uh, so it's one versus three this is relegated this is a big battle (laughs) one versus uh so it is on you yeah so we need your help we need you to tell us, uh, you know, give us the breakdown. Tell us, tell us what we should have seen. What, 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 what did we miss? How did Stevie G and the boys look against uh, Scott Parker and the boys? Scott, Par- <laughs> Scott Parker's still the manager of Bournemouth, right? Yes, he is. That's his, uh, that's he his might gig. Be. Got, he him, might got be. him back promoted. <laughs> Dude, he might be. At least it wasn't Eddie Howe. That would have been. I would have dated myself with that comment. Yes, you would have. But that's it. That's, that, that's, that's the preview. That's what's coming up with you for you guys this weekend. Um, you're probably listening to this sometime on Friday or Saturday, and some of the matches have already taken place. Maybe none of them have, have played yet, but um, this is what you should be looking for uh, this weekend coming up. Um, take you, you, watch, watch some games. Figure out what uh, what you enjoyed, what you didn't enjoy, and leave us, a, leave us a line in the comments. Hit us up on Twitter. That is at KSBradG. Down below, that's at WhiteHeart underscore Sean. I am at James Tiffany. We collectively 
are at redcard underscore radio. We'd love to hear from you on Twitter or drop us a line in the YouTube comments. And of course, if you are an audio only listener, um, you're on one of our podcast sites, drop us a line uh, at, at Twitter, on the YouTube comments, or at info.redcardradio at gmail.com. Shoot us an email. Tell us what you think about the new format um, on the uh, on on how you're getting your your weekly releases for this content. We'd love to hear from you. Um, of course, yeah, you on YouTube as well. We'd love to hear your, your opinions on, on this new format as well. Um, but until next time, that has been the Red Card Radio preview show, and we look forward to being able to review all of these games next week. Have a good one.